So I recently got to join a group of women who were freelance writing moms and I got to do a little training with them about mindset and I just wanted to share that episode with you. So I hope you get something from this and again I just wanted to share it with you and I had a lot of great um, information and feedback from these ladies and they were a little shy for me. You know how I am. I'm very outgoing and I like to talk so but I did get to talk to Casey a lot and we had some good conversations so I hope you take some good feedback away from this and I just wanted to share it. I hope you enjoy it. Pretend like they're here. So okay. <laughs> anyway, so my name is Emily McGrath and I have a podcast called Business Building by Design. And so I help small business owners or um, women in general, particularly build their businesses from the ground up. Or if they're already in business, I help them scale their business to another level. So but I'm also a mom, a um I also am a real estate agent and so and an entrepreneur. So I have several businesses going on at all times. So this is just something that I love to do because I love teaching. And I'll give you a little bit about background, but teaching is at the heart of it because I've always enjoyed it. And um, I think that's one of my talents God has given me. And he's given me that talent, so I want to share it with others. So um, here we are. So I want to say thank you, first off, for having me um, as a guest. And a disclaimer, uh, my puppy is in the background. I hope you cannot hear him, but he's going nuts right now. So hey, maybe he'll settle down before long. But my children are grown. I have three boys. I have an adopted son who just turned 28 or 29. And then my first biological son will turn 28 next week. And then my baby is still in college, and he is 22. So all boys, and um, I love my boys, And but I'm in a different stage of life maybe than some of you. I have puppy, you know, pet mom now, so it's kind of replaced um, my children. So anyway, most of you probably know who that is. But I want to talk to you today about mindset, and I think it's so important it, as you as writers, but not only writers, but entrepreneurs, just anyone in general, even being a mom, a proper mindset is something that I think is essential to your spiritual growth, your mental growth, your physical growth, all of those things. So what I want to talk to you today about is how to um, take your mindset and reroute it and then also develop a growth mindset. I see we got somebody else coming on. Yay. Good morning. So I'll tell you a little bit about my story. So I started out as I did not finish high school. I became a mom really early and I went back to school or I didn't go back to school. I got my GED and I went on to college, but I stayed at home with my children through, you know, their younger years, which was a godsend. I really enjoyed that, but I did get my master's degree. And then I have a business degree, and then I became a teacher, an educator. And I did that because I wanted to be with my children, and it allowed me the schedule that I needed to be with them. And also, I got to develop with them as they went through school. I kind of went along that journey with them. And so when my oldest two, during that time, we adopted a son. We got him when he was 13. He was um, an illegal alien, Hispanic. And he had been brought over and then we found him and he was homeless. So he came to live with us. And during that time, we adopted him 
got him into his legal status. And, um, you know, so God gave me another baby without me having a baby, but he, he was my, you know, my godsend, my child that, um, came from someone else, but God knew we needed him. And so, and I feel like he needed us, you know, so he has, um, he stayed with us. He, like I said, he's about to be 29 or he just turned 29 and he's been with us since he was 13. So after that, a long story short, you may have to rein me back in because I start chasing rabbits, but, um, during that time, he and my oldest son were in the same grade. So they both graduated from high school at the same time. And so that kind of left me feeling empty nest. I had one child left at home. But when you go from three to to one, you know, one child at home, that's a huge change. So that's when I decided to begin my business. I have always wanted to start my own business. And um, that's when I did that. And so God put it in my lap. He gave me the opportunity to start that business and it took off. It got really big, really fast. And y'all, I'm so sorry about the puppy. I may have to move him. <laughs> Can you hear him? Is he okay? Okay, good. So, um, because he's like in my ear, but that gave me the opportunity to start my own business, which I had always wanted to do. And I started an interior design home decor store and also I don't know if any of you've heard of Annie Sloan chalk paint but that was like really really big it's a way to redo furniture and make it look really really good and I got really involved in that I started um being a a retailer for the Annie Sloan chalk paint well my business just literally blew up okay so during this time I had another full-time job that I was working and then I had my store, home decor, and design job. And albeit all this time, I had been flipping houses and things like that, just doing, I have a lot of energy, and I don't like to uh, be um, be still. And my puppy has escaped, so he's here now. <laughs> so I'm sorry. But um, anyway, so I have a lot of energy, and I needed something to keep me going. And through that, God gave me that business. And then ever since then, I've always tried to mentor or um, help other women in small business or whatever it is that they're doing, tried to help them create their own sense of self-worth or their own um, success stories. And and it's just been such a blessing. And I've, I've come to know so many great people, so many great women and even men. I mean, there's been a lot of men that I have talked to and encouraged and, and worked with some, but specifically women, because I think we just connect on a different level. But, um, anyway, so that's kind of my story. But do any of you have any questions before I go on? I told Casey, this will be very interactive. So if you want to say anything, please chat or, you know, Casey, I don't know if they can unmute themselves, but I would love to hear from you and um, know what walk of life you're in. So, you know, please feel free to share that. So if anybody wants to right now, that would be great. I will start okay, um, go ahead. and break go ahead. the ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so my kids are much younger. They're four and seven, um, just about to start second grade and just about to go into pre-K. Awesome. Um, and I've been home with them since they were born. And I started my business when the youngest one was a like basically newborn, like a couple months old. And so that's kind of all they know is me being here. Um, but me kind of 
being, and probably that's all they know is me being in business too, because I've been, a, I mean, they were so little when I started, sure. there's, they have no way of remembering before that. Um, and they know that, you know, I work and that I have work calls and client calls and, you know, they're normally in school, so they don't see a lot of it, but this summer right. and the, during the summer when they're home, they do see it a bit more. So I, I really enjoy that. They can see that I do this thing that I love sure. and I get to, you know, talk on the, talk on the phone, um, with people. So, um, and yeah, I've been doing freelance writing since the like spring of 2019. Oh, here we go. That's okay. Um, and, uh, and it's just been very fulfilling because it's something I always love to do. I never even knew it was a thing you could do, like for real. Yeah. And that was really exciting to know that I could make money doing something I already enjoyed. Sure. Um, and then learning how to actually like turn it into a business and not just like a hobby. So yeah. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I the mindset. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so cool that um, your children get to see you, you know, work every day and see mm-hmm. you. And I, and I know that my children have told me like they love seeing the passion in my work or mm-hmm. just and they've gotten a lot of their um, drive for entrepreneurship from me. And I feel like your children are probably the same way. They see you passionate about something that you love mm-hmm. and they see you doing well at it and um I know that that's an awesome experience and it's a teachable moment for them so yeah for sure I see, I see Jenny's popped on she says she's a copywriter and she's in her fourth year of business and she have, has four kids and adult kids living in the houses from 17 to 25 that's awesome and she's working on rerouting her money story this year and she's currently reading the book, The Intersection of Joy and Money. Good deal. Perfect. Thanks, Jenny, for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so today we will be talking about mindset. And so what I want to do first is I want you to, so many of us have a lot of negative thoughts and negative beliefs about ourselves. And, you know, it may be, you know, what is that one thing that really holds you back, whether it be your money mindset, it may be your um sense of self-worth or maybe you don't think you're pretty or maybe you um, think you're not as good as somebody else or maybe in your writing you think you look at somebody and you compare yourself to them all the time. What is that one thing? Share with me in the chat some things that hold you back. It's things that get in your head and maybe it comes up all the time and it just keeps telling you you're not enough or, you know, and it can be anything it could be like i said about your body image it could be anything so share with me in the chat some of those things some of mine where i went through i was married for 25 years and some of mine were um good overthinking that's awesome imposter syndrome that's huge that's so that's so um prominent and relevant in a lot of business owners and a lot of women today so body image for sure visibility in general okay good deal perfect well i was in a relationship where I know my self-worth now, but it took me a long time because for 25 years, I was just pulled back, pulled back, pulled back. Um, my ex did not want to see me grow. He, he, um, and I hate to talk negative about it, but I just want you to, to really hear this experience because I, you know, every time I made a step forward or I was being successful, he couldn't take it. So he would pull me back or say, no, you can't do that. Or no, I don't want you doing that. I want you staying at home. Or he would tell me where I needed to work and where I couldn't go here and I couldn't go there. 
And it just really, I mean, after 25 years of that, it really wears on you. So, um, you know, my image of myself and being enough um, was not very good. So that was something that I had to overcome. And it took me a couple of years to really get back to, to where I feel like I am. I'm in a good place now. And I think the Look, I got a tattoo. I don't know if you can see it, but it says I am enough. And it has a double meaning because the I am is Jesus, of course. And then it's got a cross because he is enough for me and I am enough. And I find my fulfillment through him. And I don't know who you believe in or if you believe in God or if you if you believe, you know, in an infinite source. Mm-hmm. But um, mine is is my Lord Jesus Christ. And he is enough for me. And I don't need anyone else. I'm good with that. And I am, I am now fulfilled through myself. So somebody put in here, okay, non-religious, any, okay. Um, so, and then somebody said, I'm afraid that if I'm successful, the other parts of my life will crash. That's, that's a really good, um, a good one there. Somebody said they grew up poor, so they're always rewiring those money memories and those money stories. And again, like I was 25 years in that, um, somebody was telling me that I wasn't enough or somebody was pulling me back, pulling me back, just like you, your money story may be, you know, you reflected back on how you grew up and what your stories around money were. So they have followed you into your adult life. Well, I want to tell you that you are enough and whatever you believe in or, you know, even just yourself, you are your source, you're your infinite source. So I want you to um, just focus on that. And the first thing that I want to do with you today is how many of you meditate or do affirmations? Do any of you do that? Does anybody meditate? Some? Okay. All right. Well, I want to tell you that it is like the best experience. Um, she says no, but I know I should. It's just so great. Oh, great. Yoga, meditation, quiet time. Okay, good deal. And I know so many of us have young children, so it's really hard for us to do that. But just taking, I'm telling you, 10 minutes out of your day um, will change your world, I promise you. So what I want us to do right now is if you can, I want us to do just a quick, we're going to do a quick meditation with daily affirmations. And these are something that I do every day. It doesn't matter if I'm driving in my car or I am of course, I'm not closing my eyes, but, you know, daily daily affirmations, I can do those while I'm driving. I can do them while I'm getting ready for work, or I can do them um, just sitting with my eyes closed if I want to. It's just a great thing to do every day. Now, if you're new to that, it may be very uncomfortable for you, okay? So I want you to know that the key to meditating and to um, doing daily affirmations is repetition because the more you do it, the more comfortable you come to um, to realize that these things are true for you. And also it just becomes easier for you to do. So when I first I have, like I told you, I have a ton of energy and my mind never shuts down. So it's really hard for me to sit and do a quiet meditation. Now, I have learned to do that, but it's taken me a long time to develop that. A lot of my good meditation is when I am doing yoga or when I'm walking. If you listen to my podcast, um, I talk a lot about walking because I love to walk, think, meditate during my walking time. But it's it's while I'm moving. So there you can do a moving meditation. But the first thing that I want us to do is a meditation with daily affirmations, okay? So what I want you to do is, if you can, if you're driving, don't do this. I saw somebody driving. 
But just, I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to walk you through a quick meditation and do some affirmations. So if you would, if you would just close your eyes and we're going to do a couple of deep breaths. And I know this may feel uncomfortable for you, but please just bear with me. So I want you to slowly take a deep breath in. Just breathe in for like three seconds. So you'll do one, two, three, then breathe out. One, two, three. Breathe in, one, two, three, and then breathe out, one, two, three. Do this one more time. Now, I'm going to read some daily affirmations to you while you're sitting here. And I want you to just quietly in your mind, I want you to repeat them after me. And when we do these affirmations, I just want you to think about them process them. We'll take a minute or or two after we say them for you to really think about these affirmations. So I want you to repeat after me in your mind, or you can say them out loud if you want to. I am worthy of abundance. I can accomplish anything I desire. I am amazing at anything I do. I am appreciative of everything that I have and everything that is coming my way. I feel at ease with my goals. I know that I am beautiful. I am brave. I am compassionate toward others. I feel confident in my choices and the path that I have chosen. I am dedicated to achieving more. I am free to be whoever I want to be. I am a giving person. I am happy. I am healthy. I am full of joy. I show love and receive love in return. I am passionate about the things that I care about. I am proud of the things that I have accomplished. I am thankful for everything that I have and what is coming my way. I am worthy. Okay, so now I want you to just slowly take a deep breath in. Breathe out. You can do that one more time if you want to. And then you can slowly open your eyes. Okay, so tell me in the chat or you can share. How do you feel now? You feel better? Do you feel um, like that was uplifting? How did that make you feel? Was it uncomfortable? Empowered? Good. Calmed? Yes. Okay. And again, some of it may be very uncomfortable for you because it may be the first time that you've done that. But I really encourage you to, and I have included this. This will be in a PDF. 
um, these affirmations that you can that you can print off and keep because you know again uncomfortable Kathy that's okay so like the first several times that I did this and the reason you feel uncomfortable is because of those self-beliefs that you have so the more that you do this the more comfortable you become and you're changing your whole mindset as you do these so and they will be they will be empowering and it's so funny how your your um uh energy can change by doing these things and by meditating. So I really, really encourage you to do that. Some parts were uncomfortable, like I was lying, but also teary over the ones that I forgot I was. That's right. Absolutely. So that gives me goosebumps. Good deal. All right. I love it. I love it. Great feedback. So um I'm going to go over six things that I want you to start doing and you may want to take notes. I'm a pencil pencil paper kind of girl. But the first thing that I do is anytime that I am having a negative thought or negative belief or, you know, just sometimes, and, and, you know, it tends to happen to me, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I have all these negative things going on in my head. And I don't know why it happens then, but it just does. Or I'll get a bad thought or I'll start thinking, I'm not enough. How, who am I to compare myself to these people? You know, these are like awesome young women or awesome women that have podcasts. Who am I to have my own podcast? So I take a few minutes and I just stop and I breathe. I do some deep breathing because deep breathing always helps calm me. And then I start saying everything that I'm grateful for. And it can be anything from the bed that I'm in, okay, to the roof over my head. I don't know. I was telling Casey earlier that we had a tornado come through yesterday. And we had a lot of trees, a lot of power lines down. We didn't have power all night. And, you know, praise God that I was safe. Um, I was actually at a home. We were going to be decorating. And they had a safe room. So we were able to get in the safe room. So, you know, just anything in that moment that you can think of that you were thankful for. It could be any, like, gosh, I finally bought the right color lip gloss, you know, and it looks great on me. It could be anything. It could be um, that your children called you that day or that you reached out and you were able to talk to your parents. Like my daddy called me this morning and I was so thankful that I have my daddy to talk to. Um, it can be anything that you have. And all I do is I just start saying it out loud. I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for, and you will be amazed at how quickly your mindset changes. Now, I'm a big journaler. Does anybody else journal? I'm, well, you're all writers, so I hope you do, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, hopefully you keep a journal. And um, I journal every morning, and I try to list out very first thing is everything that I am thankful for. And it just really helps me start my day. And also, it could be these affirmations. Some days I say, Please, you know, um, today I want to show love to others, but I also want to receive that love. Some of us can give love, but we're not good at receiving it. So I want to be able to show love and receive love today. So I pick one thing or several things and I journal those. And I don't, I'm sure you guys probably do, but I have journals and journals and journals. And I hope that my children can come one day come back and read those journals and really see how I grew through my lifetime. Um, the next thing is, you know, to avoid comparison. I don't know how many of you are social media people. Huh. Okay. Okay. It's addictive, isn't it? Okay. Well, I have, you can very, very easily find yourself just scrolling mindlessly 
looking through social media. Now, I have gotten, I guess, very good at not looking at social media. I have someone who manages a lot of my social media for me, but I've tried not to get on social media so much because I would find myself comparing myself to others. And I think that social media, it's, it can be a great, great thing, but it also can have a negative effect on us and our mindset because we do compare ourselves. Just like somebody said earlier that they, um, self body image was, was bad for them. Well, a lot of what's on social media is filtered or there are people that only show you the good things, right? Who wants to put all their bad out there? So you see a lot of things that are going on that maybe not necessarily aren't real but they're enhanced or they're fluffed. So I think that we find ourselves comparing ourselves to others on social media. But, you know, also avoid comparing yourself to other people in business. I I have to try not to do that. I try to stay in my lane. I try to um, mind my own business. I try to do my thing because, but I'm very confident in what I do. And some people are not. So it's really hard to stop comparing yourselves. But please try not to compare yourself with others. Um, everybody has their own path or journey. And, you know, comparing yourself to others will only negate you or keep you back, held back. So make sure that you try not to compare yourself to others. So anybody have any comments or, or anything about that? How many of you compare yourselves to others? Yes, I think we all do. I think, and it's part of that, um, that, you know, the syndrome that everybody has. Sometimes Kathy thinks actively trying not to. It's so hard, but the more we try, again, it's just like the affirmations, the repetitiveness, and just the fact that you can be conscious of the fact that you are comparing yourself to another is better. Good, Casey, I'm better at catching myself early on before I spiral. That's awesome because the more we are aware of it, the easier it is for us to change that, okay? All right, so let's talk about cultivating a growth mindset. We want to focus on your potential and what you can achieve. Um, so focusing on cultivating that growth mindset, and we can do that through meditation. We can do that through setting goals. We can do that through reading, um, just, you know, reading self-help books. I read a lot, and I'm sure you do as well. But a lot of self-help books, I read um, a lot of money mindset books. I read a lot of, um, I've read Deepak Chopra's book. Also, Joe Dispenza, his um, Changing Your Mind and Your Mindset. That's a really good book. So doing that, cultivating, focusing on your potential and what you can achieve is, is very, very good. Okay. All right. So I want you to make sure that um, when you're focusing on growing that mindset, you focus on what you can control, okay? Don't focus on the things that you can't control, whether it be money or whether it be maybe your your writing did not get accepted the way you thought it should. You know, can you control that? No, but we can control on going back, getting people to read it, going back and looking and see where we can make it better. We can control those things. So we need to identify those areas and create a plan and set realistic goals for ourselves. Now, let me talk about setting goals. Do y'all believe in setting goals? You, okay, I'm a big goal setter. I have like sticky notes everywhere and I have things that I want to do and I've got, I've got them in my car. And like I told Casey, I'm a real estate agent as well. So I have a lot of goals through my real estate, um, uh, 
career as well. So I really get specific. Now, I want to give you an example. So let's say that you've got a goal that you want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. Let's get specific. How, how am I going to lose those 10 pounds? What am I going to do to lose those 10 pounds? I'm going to get specific. I'm going to say, I'm going to walk two to three miles four days a week. And within three months, I'm going to have lost 10 pounds. That's specific. We can't just say, hey, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. That's not being specific with the goal. We've got to get down nitty gritty and really map out, get a plan how we're going to do that. And it may be even getting out your calendar and blocking off an hour each day, those four days of the week saying, hey, these are, this is the hour that I'm going to take. This is the hour. These are the four days that I'm going to walk and I'm going to do it for three months consistently. And I will have lost 10 pounds during that time period. So, so tell me some of your goals. She's out in the message. What are some of your goals that you have for yourselves? I really like action-based goals over outcome. That's good. Okay, good. So give me an example. What's one of your action-based goals? Getting more retainer clients. So um, let me try to give you an example. So like, okay, so let's say like I, I love to lift weights. So yeah. let's say I wanted to um, deadlift 200 pounds. Yes. Okay, so that's like the outcome, right? But right. instead of saying I'm going to deadlift 200 pounds, I – kind of reverse engineer that and like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do the actions that it takes to get there. So I'm going to deadlift my body weight and I'm yes. going to do that consistently, you know, this many reps, this many sets, yeah. like, and then it gets to the outcome. So like that to me helps me enjoy the process more Absolutely. so than obsessing over the outcome. And like the same way with business, like yes. I have, you know, income goals and like, mm-hmm. I know how many clients it would need. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get that how many projects, how many retainers, all of that. So I focus on doing the actions that get me there. Like I can't force someone to work with me. That'd be great. But um, I can't, I'm not in total control of the outcome. I am in control of my actions that to get me there. So I love that. I know how many pictures I kind of need to send, how many, all of that. And and we teach very similar things too. Awesome. Good. And I love that you said that I was, trying to think reverse engineer that's what i was trying to think of you know being specific that's how you reach that goal so that's just like um if i wanted to be rookie of the year i know or i've got an income goal or i know that i'll need to do this this and this i need to book this many um listing appointments but i need to uh write so many contracts per month to get to this goal and they need to be this amount of money to do that so jenny it may be getting more retainer clients so if you want to get three retainer clients a month or if you want to bring on those um three retainer clients a month what do you need to do in the meantime to get to that goal okay so and just like casey said um you will have hopefully a game plan to teach you how and they can help you get to that goal. So uh Kirsten says my August goal is putting my free course out into the world and starting to create my paid course for the end of August. That's awesome. Kirsten, that's yes, very good. And I think that's important that we put some kind of free course out there um just to give a little bit of what we are and what we do. And also it helps bring in clients and then we can take that paid course and pitch that to the people that have um, 
participated into in the free course as well. So that's a really good plan. I love it. Putting your free course out there and then going on to your paid course. That's great. Okay. So let's go on. Um, something I want to talk to you about too is saying no or eliminating the things that don't serve you. These can be a super drain on your mindset. Um, I know I've always been a yes girl. And it didn't matter. Somebody asked me to do something. I said, yes. Um, I know that a lot of times us as mothers and and if we are giving people, then we have trouble saying no. And it's just like today, I had probably four appointments today and I had to eliminate one of them. So I looked at one of them and I said, okay, I don't have to be there. And it was really stressing me that I was trying to work everything in. I was going to have to take this appointment and I was going to have to go um, somewhere 45 minutes away, use somebody's office and do this, do this training and then go to another place 30 minutes away and then come back. It was just going to be wild. My day was going to be crazy. So I chose to eliminate one of the activities in my day that was not serving me. It was putting a drain on my mindset and on my mind and making me feel crazy. So I said, I'm not doing it. And I told Brett this morning, I said, okay, I made the executive decision that I'm not going to Tupelo to do this appointment today because it was making me feel sad and and I just didn't want to be that way. So I eliminated that activity from my day. So I think that a lot of times we try to fit too much in. And especially with our kids, we're trying to be a good mom. We're trying to be a good writer. We're trying to be a good business owner. We're trying to take care of our clients. We have so much going on that we end up not serving anyone well. And so I think that just really evaluating, even if you don't do it, I do mine the night before. And then especially on Sunday, I look at my week and I say, okay, this is what I can do. I look at what I know that I'm physically and mentally capable of doing. And then I can see what things, I kind of highlight the things that I can move around or maybe I can change if I need to, if something comes up. Or maybe, you know, you've got a sick kid, um, sick child, or something comes up like we had a tornado yesterday. We had no power. So, you know, those things you have to be ready for to adjust and be fluid. And that really helps with your mindset as well. Do, does that make sense? Does everybody, does that make sense to y'all? But, um, you know, just knowing that what you can and cannot do is huge and not saying yes to everything and trying to be everybody at one time is because it is so draining. Thank you, Kirsten, because it can be so draining on you mentally, physically, and then you end up, you don't want to do anything. You're just like, oh, I don't even want to get out of bed today. I've got too much going on. And then you don't serve anybody well. So just eliminating those, figuring out what you can and, and not do. Okay. Next thing is practicing self-care. Okay, I want you to make sure that you're making time for self-care. How many of you practice self-care, whether it be manicure, pedicure, massage, meditating, maybe it's eating healthier? Heck yeah. Okay, you got to make time for that. Mine is massage. I love a massage. And my body, I'm like you, Casey, I like to lift weights. I like to do heavy weights. And so my body just, I need it. And, and not only it just for, um, oh good, monthly massage and chiropractic. That's great. 
not consistently enough. I know sometimes it's hard just working it in and finding that time. But I'm telling you, if you will take time out and just schedule it just like you do your appointments, it will make you feel so much better. And you will feel better physically, mentally. And I can tell right now I need a massage. I haven't I didn't get mine last week. I mean, uh, last month and I need one now. And so, you know, scheduling that, that time to, um, exercise every day, I made sure I had gotten out of the habit of exercising and I'm such a better person when I exercise. I'm such a better person when I walk. Um, I've got more ideas. I function better. And if you've ever heard that saying energy begets energy, it's so true. Okay. When you are exercising when you're being physical or physically active it creates energy it creates um your mind just works better you sleep better so it's just a great way for you to be good and be on the top of your game and be able to take care of everybody that you need to take care of um eating healthier sometimes we get off track um last night um, Brett and I went out and we had a glass of wine. He had a glass of whiskey and, you know, um, we try to make sure that we eat healthy and we don't consume too much alcohol and that we do all the things we exercise and, and do the things that we need to do to keep our bodies healthy because we know that that keeps us healthy spiritually, mentally and physically. So, um, just making sure that you practice self-care, whether it be even if you it, maybe you don't have the money to go out and get a pedicure and a manicure all the time. You know, do it at home. Soak your feet in a foot bath or go take a bath. Go take a bubble bath. You know, even if you have to use the Dawn dish detergent in the, it, from the, you know, create some bubbles and, and just create it in your mind. You know, taking that time to be um to care for yourself and taking care of your body is really, really going to take you a long way in your business, in your writing, and in anything you do. All right. And the last thing I want you to do is surround yourself with positivity. Um, who, you know, just eliminating those people that are negative. I mean, do you have anybody? Do you all know what I'm talking about? You have those people that are just so negative and they are Just every time you talk to them, they're, woe is me, they're, you know, well, you couldn't, why are you going to do that? Or, you know, you can't do that. Or, you know, they've always got drama going on. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I, I have, I have a couple of these people in my life that I love them dearly, but I can only take about five minutes of them because every time I'm around them, they are negative, negative, negative. And you know what? That just drains on us after a while. And then we start thinking negative thoughts. So have you ever seen that happen when you're around somebody and they're negative? What happens to you? You just start going down, 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 down. So eliminating negativity in your life is going to be so good for you. I know um I keep going back to this, but after my divorce, I had a lot of negativity around me. Okay. People they were like, I can't believe you're doing this. A lot of people didn't know what was going on in my in my life. And they thought I was making this huge mistake. And they were very negative. I found out real quick who my team was and who supported me and who loved me. And I, those people that did not serve me, that did not uh, want to be part of my, okay, thank you, Kirsten, feel you deeply. Yes, those people that... um I found out real quick they were not my friends. They were not people who loved me. And um I didn't need them in my life. And you know what? I let go of those people. And I've been fine. 
And, you know, you figure out why did I let that go on so long? Um, you know, you can, you can just really evaluate the people and it may not be people. It could be maybe a work ex- experience. Maybe you're in a job that just drains you physically and mentally. And, you know, it could be that, that that's not serving you anymore. Maybe it's time for you to step out and do something different. Or maybe you've been wanting to do this writing a full time. Or maybe you've been wanting to have this podcast full time. Jumping out there, having the faith, having the mindset, having the confidence to do that is is so good. Because let me tell you something. Life is too short. You do not want to be miserable all your life. Okay? Um, even just being negative. If you don't wake up every day and and you're not thankful for waking up and being where you are, let me tell you, sister, we need to do something different because you need to be in love with yourself. You need to be in love with the things that you do. You need to be joyful for yourself, for your children, for your spouses, for your significant others. You need to make sure that you are living a life that was intended for you. And if you don't feel that way, then let's evaluate and you you can reach out to me or I'm sure Casey or any of any of her team they would love to help you with that but um you know just if you're not living that life then let's make some changes let's get rid of that negative mindset let's focus on the things that we can control and let's get to where we want to be okay so anyway but um I'm going to leave um a little bit of time, I guess. We've got a couple minutes to do questions. Does anybody want to do any questions? Or you have any questions for me? I guess they can unmute themselves. I'm not really. Yeah, I wrote down a question earlier. So okay, I'll just start again because okay, I already have it written down while they type out. Or... Sure. Okay, so, um, you know, you have a podcast yes. and businesses and you're uh-huh. doing all these things. Like, what was... And I'm not trying to like dig into like the divorce no, no, no. or anything, but like what was like the turning point? Cause it says, you said that you had been held back for yes. all that time and now you're clearly not. Yes. Like, yes. were you, what made you just say, okay. I'm doing all this anyway. Okay. I, I'm just going to get real. Okay. So I literally was laying in bed one night and we had done this routine. We had this routine over and over. I mean, every day, get up, do the same thing, go to bed, get up, go to, you know, and I was over it. I don't know. It was just like I was sitting there in bed. I was a, I was trying to get ready. I was reading. I always read at night. And I looked up and I can remember and I I can remember sitting there and this huge smile came on my face and said, I said to myself, Emily, you are not doing this the rest of your life. I can, I mean, clear as day, goosebumps, everything, clear as day. It was just a moment that I had with myself that I had had enough. And I was, I, I, I remember it. I mean, and I just started smiling to myself and I said, I am not doing this anymore. And let me tell you, I went to bed. I got up the next morning. I packed my shit and I went to my mama's <laughs> because I was like, I got to get out of here because I knew he would never let me leave if I did it and told him because I'd already tried that once before. And um I did. And from then on, I hadn't looked back and I'm telling you, I have not looked back and I'm going to tell you, I am very successful. I um, have gone through no money, no nothing. I mean, I left with absolutely almost nothing and, um, and I'm, I was never happier. 
I remember I left my mom. I got this little apartment. I had a mattress and I had a sofa because I had a, a furniture store. And I had my guys go put it in this apartment for me. And I was never happier. It was like a little 800 square foot apartment. And I can remember sitting there on my sofa. I didn't have a TV. Didn't have anything. I had my books. And I had my sofa. And and I knew that I was I was on a different journey. And I knew that I was fulfilled in myself. And I knew I had done the right thing. Jenny, yeah. Left when, uh-huh. Exactly. Happiness. You just cannot explain it, can you? And um when I did that, and yes, of course, I went through a lot of heartache after that because of my children. They were like, why, why is this happening? Because I hid a lot of things. I hid a lot of things from my children. I hid a lot of things from my family. They didn't understand. But then gradually they saw what was happening. And of course, you know, things always reveal themselves. But, you know, it's just, and it took me probably two years to get back to my true self. It did. And it was a lot of work. It was a lot of meditation. That was when COVID hit. So I was at home, no TV, no nothing. I couldn't go to work, nothing. So it was like, and what I would do is I would get up, I would go walk three or four miles in the morning. I would go back home and say, nope, not none. I'd go back and I'd walk three or four miles at night. And it was like, I just had that time to process and to be with myself. And I think that a lot of times we don't take that time for ourselves. We get so caught up in, in helping others and we get so caught up in, in being around other people. We don't take that time to be, be alone. And, and so, even after COVID was over, each month I would take one or two days and I would go somewhere by myself and people would be like, you like being by yourself like that? Why do you want to go? And I'd go to the beach and just hang out for a week and I would do nothing but be by myself. And it was amazing. And I really got to know myself. I really got to find myself again and really feel like I am who God intended me to be and that I am my best self now. So. Anyway, so does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. And then it was then that you started your businesses? Like, well, yeah. I had already had um, my store. But right. then, okay. I, you know, then I, now I have an antiques market. Um, I, rent, I bought another building downtown and renovated it. Um, and then I started my podcast. And then I really launched out on my interior design, too, during that time. So, yes. And then real estate. And then I started my real estate. So during COVID. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Okay. Awesome. Anybody else? Any other questions? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kirsten. Well, I will tell you that. Please go find my podcast. It's Business Building by Design. I've also included uh, daily affirmations for you. And then also seven, I think it was seven steps to success. There's a PDF that she's going to, or yeah, seven habits for success. So um, she's going to include that for you as well. And if you would love to listen to my podcast, please go see it. I have, I think I recorded my 54th episode yesterday and put it out. But I had a couple of weeks there. I was trying to get back in routine and get things situated so took a little time off but um yes business building by design you can work with me if you want to i love um coaching i love doing one-on-ones and i have to brag and i bragged on her the other day one of my 
uh, coaching clients. She ended up being number seven in the nation in sales. And she is so excited. She did a fabulous job. She knew she was in the top 20, but she didn't know where. And then she found out that um, she was number seven. Okay, Frederick, let me see what you've got here. You mentioned gratitude for what you have and growth mindset. Sometimes they seem to go in different direction. How can you combine the both? Okay, all right. Um, gratitude and growth mindset. I think that it all, your growth mindset, it all starts with gratitude. I don't know how to explain that, but I think the more grateful you are and the more you give, um, that that growth mindset just happens. It, it, it comes to fruition on it, on its own. So I don't know what you mean by different directions, um, because I feel like they go hand in hand. So anytime that, and I, I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like my growth mindset started with my gratitude. Even when I didn't have anything, even when I had no money, no home, um, people weren't talking to me. Um, I had my mama. <laughs> I had, um, you know, my positive outlook. I knew I had a I had a plan, what plan I could come up with. I knew that um, I had my Lord Jesus Christ. I had him to focus on. So, you know, I think that the gratitude, and like I said, I, I had a sofa and a bed, and that was it. So, But I had food. You know, I had those things. Focusing on even just the smallest thing can help you, and it starts helping you develop that growth mindset. Okay? So I hope maybe that answered your question. Um, but, and if you'd like to work with me, you can email me anytime or it's Emily at EmilyJansenMcGrath.com. I'll type that in there and let's see if I can type it right. And, um, I would love to chat with you and, um, you know, just even if you just want to send me a message or ask me a question from this, from this podcast, I'd be happy to answer it. So anyway, I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, thank you so much for your time. I wrote plenty of notes down. Good. And I, good, good. I agree with what you were saying about this one with gratitude. Like I had a super rough like week and a half, like last yes. week and into the week before that. And it got to the point where like I, I was like, I'm going to have to just celebrate like the absolute smallest things in yes. order to not go into just a negative, terrible spiral because like that's where I kind of was feeling pulled and I'm like, no, I got to fight against that or else I'm just going to be swept away in that. And it was, it was the smallest things like, oh my gosh, my girls didn't fight for an hour. Like, you know, like you just have to, I was having to search for things, you know, everything could be going wrong. Yeah, yeah, but there's some, there's always something. Like, sure. Even if it really even, is like. Even if, and I think maybe this, maybe what Frederica may have been talking about, but like, even if it's, um, I had a deal fall through or something crazy happened that showed up on a home inspection that it, anyway, it was crazy. And even if it was, Hey, this is a learning experience. This is a time for me to see growth, um, in my business because Yes, or maybe it was something that you purchased and it didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Or maybe you wrote something that um, somebody just really just butchered, okay, or they mm-hmm. tore it up. You know, it's see it as a teachable moment, a learning experience, or something you can grow from, mm-hmm. okay? Um, just like 
uh, going, talking to people that don't serve you, you know, okay, I know I can eliminate that. I know that, hey, I've learned something today and I can move on. Take it, process it, throw it away. Okay. Um, Kathy, thank you. I know, um, I love North Carolina and I'm in Mississippi if y'all didn't know that. So anyway, but I hope that you've had a good time today and maybe learned something. And again, I'd love to connect with all of you. So please just either you can email me or go to my podcast. I'd love to talk to you. Okay. Thank you yes. so much, Emily. We, yeah, I learned a lot y'all. and we appreciate your time. I'm glad you're safe from the tornado. Oh yeah. 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 But anyway, right. I hope to talk to y'all soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.